and welcome to Dystopian Hot Dog, the latest edition. The latest edition with me, Marvin Dickinson. And me, Tam Ryan. I think it's episode 13. Oh, oh, 13. I don't suppose either of us are superstitious, are we, about shit? No, no, I, I think I've actually tried to be superstitious. You know, where I'm more likely to walk under a ladder than round the ladder. I'll, I'll, oh, I you, don't... you want to bring it, you want to tempt fate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've actually gone the other way. When, and like when people have said, oh, there's a magpie there, yeah. morning captain. Yeah. I, I will actually say on my own in the car, fuck off, captain. <laughs> because also the magpies remind me of Newcastle United. Uh-huh. And for a period in the 90s, I really didn't like them. So. Have you gone out of your way to run over a cat? No, no, no not gone out of my way to run over a cat. Actually, is that unlucky or not? Well, it's, it's stating the obvious to say it's unlucky to run over a well, cat. it's unlucky for the cat. My mate ran over a cat once and he was fuming. Because he said its bladder exploded. Piss went under the undercarriage of his car and he had the smell of cat piss coming through his car for ages. So rather than having a sensitivity towards the cat... Mm. He was upset about his Cortina. Upset about his Cortina, yeah. Mm. Um, So that's superstitions dealt with. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you go, Stevie Wonder. Why don't you sing about that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, superstition. Superstition. That, that, that oh, no, no, whoa, 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 whoa. Let me stop you. Right, I've give, just given Marvin a direct feed into another session of his soul singing career, which I'm not sure's going to take off. No, no. Yeah, de- definitely no. No. no, no, definitely no, no. Anyway, this is episode 13. Superstitious or not. Listen. Nearly a year into our podcast career as well, because oh, we it was about really? this time we started, I think, this time last year. Remember when England were oh, getting course. knocked out in semi-finals? Yeah. But that would never happen this year, would it, England getting knocked out? Oh, 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 oh. it did. Oh, look what's happened. Another and wasn't summer. she brave to take a penalty? Really brave. They kept saying she's really brave. To... It's a fucking penalty. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You know what I mean? All, all this building up the women's game, which I'm totally in favour of. Don't mm-hmm. diminish all that by keep saying things like she was brave to step up and take a penalty. Yeah, it's patronising, isn't it, It as well? was patronising, yeah. yeah. And it was female commentators that were saying it. And yeah. I was like, stop saying that. Yeah, you're sort of defeating your own agenda, really, yeah, aren't you? Yeah, she's, she's, putting, she's trying to put a, a bag of air into a fucking net from 12 yards. She's That's not right. going to Helmand. She's, she's not going to Turkey like you were, to Gokan. Yeah, if go, anyone read go, the last... Don't call him Gokan. He's a Gokan. Oh, sorry, Gokan. Yeah. If anyone listened to the last episode, if you haven't listened to it, that'll have no no meaning to you whatsoever. Yeah. But if you are in, in Turkey and you're passport control, don't call him Gokan. <laughs> Never call him Gokan. And but, he, he wasn't there, mate. No, Gokan no, you, wasn't there this time. And do you know what? A very small part of me was really disappointed. Even though this is essentially my interrogator and the guy who... I still think at the back of his mind is convinced that he's going to pin me on drug-related offences. Yeah. I missed him. You missed now, him. What's that called when you, you miss the guy who's actually sort of a bad influence it's, in your life? It's a um, syndrome Stockholm or syndrome. That's what it is. Yeah. It's Stockholm. So I'm suffering. Well, you take the side of the captor. That's right. Although, yeah. you know, I've not really been captured. So, But it's a mild version of Stockholm syndrome yeah. that I've got. And now I'm only just realising why you've turned up for the podcast day dressed as passport control. <laughs> and you've slightly, and you've got a real deep fake tan. <laughs> yeah. Sunglasses. Yeah. And yeah. a raised left eyebrow. And you've got a kebab. At 9.50? No, 9.50. But, yeah, but it's not a pasta or a pizza, is it? No! Oh, that was bad. Look at the volume there when I yeah, did that. When I went really loud then. You are quite unpredictable with your levels. <laughs> which actually makes... Again. Yeah, I know you have. Which actually, when I come to edit this, this you know, it, sometimes I've listened back to previous episodes 
and we've gone up and down and up and down right. and that's because I'm looking for the middle ground but sometimes you would and I'm really there's yeah. no precursor to that no it just happens doesn't yeah it? it just happens have I got some kind of volume Tourette's maybe perhaps perhaps because not all syndromes diseases illnesses have been discovered some, some are still to be discovered no and if anyone's going to discover a new illness I'd say Dickinson yeah Dickinson syndrome that's what it could be called because is, doesn't a person who suffers from something new, don't yeah. they get the honour of naming it? Yeah, yeah. Because I've got Gilbert syndrome because I've got low levels of bilirubin, remember? Oh, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. May, maybe, was it Tourette who was the original one who shouted fucking cunt? Dave Dave Tourette. Or was it Andy Tourette? It was ah, one of them anyway. <laughs> but did he discover it or was he the first victim of the syndrome? That's so they go, well, well, we'll give it to old fucking dodgy Tourette over there because he's the one walking around the village shouting oh, yeah. stuff. So, so is, it the guy, is it the guy who who, who suffers from the, yeah. the ailment or the guy who recognises that someone is suffering? Because, well, it's going to be me or you that gets the name because I'm the victim yeah. and you're the one who spotted it in me. Well, so it could, be yeah, Ryan's, it could be Ryan's syndrome. Yeah. That sounds like a play, film uh, four. Or, or, or Dickinson syndrome. It's probably not a syndrome. It's probably just me being a prick shouting <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Can we quickly talk about women's football? Yeah, yeah. Because I'm right behind you with the initiative. You, you, hang on, are you calling women's football the global game from a female perspective as just an initiative? <laughs> Fucking hell, Tom. Now, let me rephrase. I think you better rephrase. There's clearly a directive to promote, isn't there, though? I'm not putting it down as a game. Of course I'm not. But I'm getting a little bit patronised, I think, by the fact that it's been overly promoted. Well, I was surprised at the end of the game, they went straight to the news after the game. And I've just watched the game for two hours and they went straight to the the guy outside the stadium and spoke about it for another the first 10 minutes of the news, mm. BBC, BBC News at 10. Yeah. And I just thought that was a bit overkill. Yeah. Because, I mean... Fucking hell, there is a high level of interest in the game. Apparently, it's the most watched programme on the TV this of year. Of course there the is. Semi-final. Of course there is. But, but, it's, uh, but you can't sort of like dress it up as this is as big as the men's game. Because it just isn't. And that's not sexist. It just isn't as it, big as the men's game. It just isn't. Because you, you, I know women's football's been around for, for what? Uh, Ten minutes. Ten minutes, exactly. <laughs> but you can't just suddenly say, right, everyone now is behind this. And make us believe that. Because that's not reflective. It's not reflective. And also, I've got to say, and I'll probably get in trouble for this, but... He will. There is clearly a media directive now, much as there was with politics. I'm talking about quotas, right? Quotas. And it seems to me, on a panel of football analysts, there is a clear decision made from somewhere at the top, so we've got to put a woman in here. Yeah. I'm fine with it. Doesn't sound like he's fine with it, does it? When when anyone says, I'm fine with it, it's like saying, I've got, oh yeah, I've married, I've got two kids. <laughs> I'm fine with it. <laughs> if you have to say, I'm fine with it, there's a, there's a definitely a hint that you're not. You're right. I'm not fine with it. I am not okay with it. Okay, Do you listen, know what I'm saying? I do know what I'm, you're I'm saying. I'm not particularly saying the, it very the, well. The issue is, is that there's um, there's one or two of the of the female pundits are really really fucking good but they end up being the ones that are on every single yeah. one and this is sexist because I don't even know their names mm-hmm. I just know that there's the mixed race one that's really good 
It's getting worse. It's getting worse, isn't yeah. it? But, but this is where I'm at. This is where my heads are at. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I know everything. No. Because well, if I did... Well, that's, that's, that's a fucking break <laughs> from the norm. <laughs> but, listen, I really enjoyed the game the other night. Uh, yeah, but the, against the USA. So fucking yeah. frustrating. Yeah, yeah. So frustrating because... To be fair, the Yanks didn't really do... The only chances there in the second half was when we, you know, when the keeper um, fluffed that chance. But I thought we were unlucky. And VAR fucked us, didn't it? VAR, well... With the goal. VAR is essentially going to fuck football. And that was a, a small microcosm of it in, in the game the other night. Be very interesting. What's well, your well, thoughts on VAR whilst we've brought VAR, it up? Well, I, I, I am in favour of it. Always have been. And whenever I think of VAR, I always think back to the time when... We had our babies with scans and we found out the sex of the baby. Because to me, there's nothing more important in life than football mm. and babies. In that they're, order. They're so, yeah, well, not always in that order. The baby's got a silver medal. And it also depends, like the cricket's important at the moment. So it can, it can change, the chart can change. Okay. So you could, at the moment you could go uh, cricket, babies, football. If it, was the, if it was the men's game, let's be honest, it would be football cricket babies yeah if there's no football or cricket on then obviously the babies go to the top of that chart mm-hmm. um, well the golf in a few weeks the yeah. open will start oh, that comes import in. rush and makarobi up for yeah, that one so it's a fluid process it's a fluid process but by and large the babies are always top three yeah in, in your life and you know because they've come along now and you're it's lucky important. babies you're very yeah. lucky to be at yeah and there. i'm fine with it i'm, I'm fine <laughs> fine with it he's fine with that but hey here's the thing let's get down to brass tacks here did you decide on the gender of your baby do you want to know the gender not that you can make a decision but <laughs> So we're not did, you make, did you make the decision to find out the sex of the baby we did during in, the scan? We did with number one. Yeah. We didn't with number two. Ah, you see, you're part of this fucking problem. Oh. What, what are you doing? Well... Use the fucking technology. <laughs> Coming back to VAR, you've got to use the technology. But we don't, because we're quite happy with what we ended up with. Why would you not want to know the facts? Because not everything has to be strictly scientific. Imagine if we worked in just a complete scientific world where all elements of chance oh, are removed. So you had a little girl first. It's boring. That life is boring that you're describing. I'm hearing what you're saying, mate. I just want to move on because I don't agree with you. You had, you had a little girl first. <laughs> all right, Farage. <laughs> you had a little... <laughs> Go on, Nigel. So you had a girl first. We had a girl first. So when people said, oh, the next one, do you want a little boy or a little... Did you, I bet you said, oh, we don't care as long as it's healthy, didn't you? No, I said I want a boy. All right, okay. Well, why didn't you use the fucking technology then? So you know. Because, right, I, I like this. I work on a Friday night and I record the rugby league. <laughs> right, okay. I'll have a bet on the rugby league occasionally. Then I'll come in and I'll watch it and I'll be entertained and surprised. Yeah. And that brings me happiness. We're on about a game of fucking rugby league. Very We're... similar. I, I want to come home. I want to watch it. I want to be entertained. I want to be surprised. And, and I want to see if my bet comes in. Otherwise, I'd have gone to work. At the end of work, I'd have checked the score. Gone, oh, fuck, it's a boy. Or, oh, fuck, it's Leeds Rhinos. Put the phone down. That's be Friday finished. But it's not the same, is it? If you think Leeds Rhinos against Warrington mm. you avoiding the score yeah. because because you're doing your, your your casual racism act somewhere in Lytham <laughs> and avoiding the score is the same as the child that's going to be in your life for the rest of your life uh, no it's, it's not the but same but the thing. principles are set agree to disagree alright so so I we turned up for Harvey's 20 week scan yeah the 12 week scan yeah fine Got a letter through saying that they'd done these tests, everything's okay in yeah. lots of other ways. Yeah. I think that the 20-week scan 
is just to find out the sex. It's just to find out if you've got the six numbers, a little lad, or if it's five numbers plus the bonus ball, also known as female. So I turn up and I'm like, I'm like, come on, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? And we sat in the waiting room. Nick was like, why are you so, you know, this is a big moment. I'm like, well, we're through the hard yards here. We've got past the dangerous Yeah, we've bit. done the sex. We're, yeah, we've done the sex. Yeah. We've got past that bit. The miracle of conception. Yeah. We've got past the dangerous early stages, which is why you don't tell people because it can go wrong, unfortunately. Yeah. We've got to 20 weeks. Yeah. The only thing to find out is if it's a boy or a girl, mm. you use the fucking goal line technology. Why would you not? In the year before Harvey was born, 2010, Frank Lampard against Germany, I knew then in that moment, I will be fucking using the technology. People were going crazy around me, going, fucking German bastards. I was quiet, looking into my third <laughs> pint of Peroni, thinking, there's no way I'm taking a chance at the 20-week scam. I am using the technology. But what are you, ta- the difference is, you're not taking a chance. You're you just, need to know. You don't. <laughs> I don't know what's happening to my voice. Just because we have it doesn't mean we should use it. Okay. If you really, really want a boy or a girl, then you have time Mm. to get your head around it. You've got 20 weeks from from disappointment or happiness to get used to the point of what's going to happen in 20 weeks' time. You can get the bedroom ready. You can get the name ready. These people who don't have a name. My mate Keith Pierce, he's not got a name ready. So he sent everyone a text message that read, Baby Boy Pierce has been born. Sounded like a wrestler or a daughter. Baby Boy Pierce. I thought that was the name of his kid. <laughs> but hang on, Mom. That's not an argument because you know you're going to have a boy or a girl. It's hard you? enough picking names when you've got one gender to think of. Why make your life doubly difficult by having to think of two names, one of them which you're not even going to fucking use? <laughs> I've got a very male-sounding surname, Dick in Son. We've discussed it on the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm. Incestuous-based name. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> Nicola was fuming with my surname. It's such a male name. Mm. You've got the you've got the word Dick in there. You've mm. got Son. You've got strong-sounding Cuz in there. Yeah, yeah. She wanted a name like uh, Brooke for a little girl. Okay. So, or, or, or with the also surname Hathaway, Brooke Hathaway. Oh, okay. Brooke Dickinson wouldn't yeah. work for her. No. So Nicola was falling out with me over when the girl came along. Yeah. Anyway, I'm there before going to the 20-week scan. Nicola's gone, this isn't just all about the gender. This could be found out, that could be found out. All you want to be told at the 12-week scan is basically that your baby's in there and he's a baby. It's not like anything like a dog in there. Primate. Primate. Something that's not human to look at. So we've got through the hard yard. Now suddenly she's telling me that it might be a dog again. (laughs) So we get in there. There's darkness in the room. Yeah. I don't remember the darkness from the 12 week scan. (laughs) I believe in a thing I love. (laughs) bit off putting. What are you doing here? So the darkness are playing live. Darkness are playing live in there. (laughs) The midwife. Yeah. Communication skills nil. She's saying nothing. Darkness are in there. They're singing. It's off-putting. <laughs> not only she's not saying much, she starts writing stuff. She's silent. It's dark. She's writing. She's got all this fucking kit in front of her. It's like you've been. It's like you going off to Turkey, and the guy's just about to take off. It could be a woman flying the plane. They're about to take off, and instead of handling all the systems in front of them, they just get a sudoku out. Something like that. <laughs> 
is not what you want to see. Wait, do you know what she's writing? No! And this is it. She's not She's not even saying, I'm just making a few notes about the dog that's mm. inside you or whatever it is that she's writing about. She's not saying any of that. <laughs> she's just writing. Silent woman is looking at the screen. I can see the screen. Nicola can't see the screen. So Nicola is looking at me for a reaction. So she needs to see my calm eyes. I've not got calm eyes in this situation. You have not got calm eyes. I've got ter- turmoil eyes. Turmoil eyes. I'm termalized. <laughs> I'm a termite. I've been reduced to a termite. You have termite syndrome. I've got termite syndrome. <laughs> anyway, I've done, done a little bit of reading around what you can spot in the scan and whether you can spot that it's a boy. I'm thinking I can see a penis. You're not looking at her at this point. I'm not looking at the woman. I've, I've tried to get put her out of my mind. Yeah. I'm putting the, the lead singer of the darkness out of my mind. Yeah. Nicola's eyes are out of my mind. Yeah. I don't want to be a termite. And I'm looking at the screen. I'm thinking I can see a penis. Because if my if the kid came out with a penis mm. and they said, oh, you've got a girl. I'd, You'd be like, mm. I'd, where do you train? Yeah, uh, Bangkok. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's very much gender fluid in Bangkok, yeah. isn't it? And I'm also thinking, the penis looks quite big for what I can see. From what I've read about how oh, to spot the penis okay. on a scan. My penis, oh, it's nothing to really write home about. And I'm, then I'm thinking, why's the kid got a big penis? So a new anxiety. New anxiety is brought on. And do you think that's what she's writing down? Maybe the, the thing she's writing is an application form for Jeremy Kyle. At this point, does Justin from the darkness wink at Nicola? He's winking throughout this. And she's looking at me with those eyes. And maybe her anxiety is not what's going on. Is it a dog inside me? Yeah. Is it Ms. Marv going to rumble that this baby is... Conceived with yeah. Justin. What's yeah. his surname? We need his surname. I don't know, but he is believes... Hawkins? It. I don't know. I don't know. It doesn't matter. But he's basically my father's child at this stage, as far as I'm concerned. Right, yeah. So it's all sad. It's yeah, all... it's very sad, mate. Yeah, it's very sad. It's very a, it's sad. Because it's, it's not often that, that if it's not your baby in that situation, would you have the real father of the child that you've never met yeah, but in least... the room singing at you with his top off, <laughs> winking at your missus? <laughs> so anyway, the kid's got a big penis. And then I think, is it like male pattern baldness? As a bloke, you get your male pattern baldness gene from... Your mum's dad. Did okay. You know that? I didn't know that, but it it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Everything misses out a generation. Yes. So my mum's dad, my granddad Wilf, is why I'm receding. Basically, it's his fault. So now I'm thinking, is my baby's penis big because of Nicola's dad? Have you seen Nicola's dad's penis? No. But I'm looking at this penis on the scan page, and I'm thinking... Is this because Nicola's dad's got a bigger dick than me? Yeah. So that's a, another anxiety. Yeah. So how many are we up to at this point? <laughs> it's, it's layered. Okay. We've got the silent nurse. Yeah. We've got the darkness. We've got the, ba- we've got the band of darkness. Yeah. We've got her writing. We've got the fact that the baby's not mine. Yeah. And if it is mine, then my dick isn't as big as my father-in-law. <laughs> it's layering up at this Jesus stage, isn't it? Christ. And I want to say to Nicola, as you, I just want to say to her, as your dad got a big dick. Yeah. But, then, but, then but not qualify it. No, because no. she's looking at you for support at this yeah. stage for his tenderness. Yeah. And if you just come out with that, Nicola, <laughs> answer this direct question: Is your dad hung like a horse? Is he a big lad? Do you didn't do that though? No, because I thought if I did say that, if she says yeah, that's another anxiety to deal with because it's like, how does she know? Oh yeah, right. I didn't want to go down that that road. <laughs> The nurse says, all right, yeah, everything's all fine. Right. And I'm like, whoa, whoa. The main reason we're here for the 20-week scan is 
is it a boy or is it a girl? Yes. But I think I've spotted a penis, a large one. And she said, I'm pretty sure it's a boy. Nicola then made the most female noise I've ever heard. And I said, right, oh, Hang on, that. what's the most female noise you've ever heard? <laughs> Something like that. Is that not a female noise? <laughs> well, it's not the most female noise I've ever heard. I mean, I can't say if it was like an orgasm, because I don't think I've ever made an orgasm. No, no. Not, no. With, not with the singer in the room. No. So anyway, she said, all right, well, let's have another look. And as she had another look, she went, oh, look what he's done perfectly on cue. Harvey mm. basically just did a little rollover in Nicola's tummy, opened his legs up, and she said, oh, there you can see where the evidence is there. And it's not massive, to be fair, because he's only a baby, but there was he showed the penis to her. Right, uh, but it, it was the thing that you were looking at. It was the thing. I, I sort of knew, yeah. yeah. I'd done a bit of research, and I knew what to look for. Yeah. It doesn't make me a trained midwife, but that was my experience of the 20-week scan. Oh, one more thing. Scan photographs. They all look the same, don't they? Did you buy your 3D scan photo? We didn't buy the 3D one. No, we just we bought didn't. the 2D one. Here's my thing. This is the scam of the scam. Right. Those pictures that come out the same. Yeah. Because they are the same. It's the same photograph. I'm not saying I know it for a fact. <laughs> Every time I look at one of those photographs, they're just slightly moved and cheated round. Yeah. It's only the dimensions that change. The picture of the baby is always the yeah. same. Yeah. There's not a new picture. Because they can't differ that much. People are excited, but that means people are tapping into that market to money make. Of course they are. Someone always says, show me the scan photo, show me the scan photo, yeah. with real faux excitement. And then they, they do that, and they say, oh, look. And they go, oh. And you think, what are you making what, that noise for? What are you oaring at? What are you oaring at? Yeah, what are you at? Absolutely. Because that, effectively, you don't do it when I hand you an x-ray, do you? If, I, if, if you handed me an x-ray of your lungs or my uh, rectal passage, you wouldn't look at that and go... Oh. No, but it's exactly the same. It's exactly the same. The 20 week baby and your rectum mm. on a scan, the same. Spunk or phlegm last week? Yeah. Rectum or baby? Yeah. Scan or scan? Scan or scan? Scan or scan. Yeah. I know what it is. It's scam. It's basically the NHS, which everyone like sort of like coos about, oh, the lovely NHS. It's dark what they're doing. Their plot to raise more money. It's not just the fucking car park charges, which are a different level. It's mm. the fact that every emotionally driven couple at the 20-week stage pay that £4 fee for the scan photograph. It's not even your baby, mate. Not even your baby, mate. Not even your baby, mate. And that's what the woman in the scan room said to me. <laughs> and then Nicholas started kissing the lead singer of darkness. <laughs> So, Marv, I went to to my daughter's music recital at St. Chad's Primary School the yeah. other day. Yeah. She's been playing violin for a year and a half. Yeah. Seven years old. So, obviously, she's at a really good standard. Oh, amazing, yeah. And when you get that invitation to attend the concert, the joy and excitement it brings to my heart is immeasurable because I'll have to sit there for an hour and a half listening to people who can't play musical instruments. They can't play. We then have to listen to someone going... Yeah. For an hour and a half, we have to clap like it oh. was really fucking good. And I'm looking around at people going, Ah, oh, no, well done. 
It's patronising. Yeah. You really want that in that situation. Wouldn't it be good to be honest? Just go, yeah. look, I admire. I admire what you're trying to do. Let's not have a recital now until you've grasped more than four notes. Can you imagine that kid getting around applause in the 80s for that? This is modern parenting, isn't it? It's millennial parenting. It's fucking horseshit. We're rewarding. We're rewarding these kids and giving them this yeah. this sense of false pride. Yeah. Violin section comes on. It's, it's, it's distressing. The, it's distressing. It's the equivalent of screwing up a bit of tinfoil and eating it. One thing saved it. Who mm. saved it, mate? Remember the name. Dean Wang. Dean Wang. Dean Wang. Wow, <laughs> Dean Wang. He should have had that playoff music. Yeah. Dean Wang's not a kid, is he? He's not five or six. Dean Wang is nine years old. Just a kid who's nine called Dean is enough for me, really. Okay, well... Because Dean is a mechanic's name, or a plasterer, but he's nine. He's not a plasterer mechanic, he's nine. No, he's nine, mate. Come on, then. Why is Dean... What's he done? What's well, he listen, done? I'll give you a bit of backstory about the Wang family. The Wang family at St Chad's, or the pride of St Chad's. I'll go to sports day. Who wins the second race? Daisy Wang. Daisy Wang. Daisy Wang. Supreme athlete! Everyone else fucking about in sacks, having a laugh, not taking it seriously. She's a wanger. Wang. Yeah. Stretches, shoots out, wins it. I mean, it's breathtaking to see. There's nothing like seeing a Wang in full flow, is there? <laughs> yeah, it was sensational. So Daisy Wang. Daisy Wang, Dean Wang, and then there's an older Wang. I don't know what he's good at, but he's good at some shit. Of course he is, he's a fucking Wang. So, Mrs. Shrewsbury says, and now, Dean Wang. He sits down like a pro, like a boss. Fingers on the piano, pianist. So it's an orthodox approach to start with, isn't it? He's yeah. putting his fingers on the piano. Yeah. Just in case the listener didn't know what you do with a piano. It's, it's an orthodox approach by Wang. He's sat down, he's ready, the fingers are on. Nine minutes. The entire works of Beethoven. Give it up for the Wang. I stood up. <laughs> right? I'd had two PIMs at this point because you could get raffle tickets for PIMs and I'd nick Louise's as well. So I thought, the only way I'm going to get through this fucking thing yeah, is with PIMs. Get shedded. He saved the afternoon. He saved the concert. Shrewsbury knew, didn't she? Yeah. What she doesn't know about is Billing. Who the fuck's Billing? No, no, no. No, no, he's not a bloke. As a noun, she doesn't know about Billing. Because Wang finishes... And she goes, and now, oh, Millie. No, don't put Millie on after Wang. No one can follow Wang. Millie certainly can't follow Wang. She can't follow Wang. Millie, but Millie knows it. And suddenly the room knows it. You've been stood up clapping Wang. I'd assumed it was the end. Fuck, that's why you stood up? Not really, but... I was hoping it was you. You stood, stood up because you pissed. And I had two pims. <laughs> you wanted to go and get a cheeky tab. <laughs> <laughs> I'd got the taste for it. Yeah. I wanted to go across the road to the Elk. Yeah. Top up with a bit of IPA. Never <laughs> happened. Okay, but I appreciate the Wang. Remember the name, Dean Wang. Yeah. Well done, Wanger. Have you seen the Dalai Lama's been in a bit of trouble? No. Because you don't expect the Dalai Lama to get in trouble, do you? You'd think not. You'd expect people to take umbrage of what maybe Trump says, or Farage, or Boris Johnson. Yeah, not the Dalai Lama. Not the Dalai Lama. You don't put him in that category. No, no, no. 
Anyway, the Dalai Lama has been uh, asked if there could ever be a female Dalai Lama. Oh, did it get a bit golf club? No, he said, of course there can be a female Dalai Lama. Okay. So the Dalai Lama has been asked, could there be a female Dalai Lama? And he's basically said, yes, which is good. Yeah. Step in the right direction. Yeah, yeah. But must be attractive. Oh, it'd have been better saying no. Yeah, it'd have been better saying no. So even the Dalai Lama has got it in him to be a bit of a lad. Yeah. And when she's asked him to clarify, mm-hmm. he said, did he say something about doesn't want a face that might upset the dead or something like that? <laughs> and he does an impression of a woman with a shit face, like a sagging face. All this is lost in translation because he could have been meaning well, but he's coming across horrifically to the it, Western um, forward-thinking, diverse yeah. media elite press. Yeah, which has been very much flavour of this podcast. Even the Dalai Lama is capable of getting himself in hot Dalai Lama water. Yeah, which is why we neglect saying we're not experts anymore. Yeah. It's a given, but if the Dalai Lama can make such criminal mistakes, yeah, it's fine for us. But he did say as well, Go on. on top of all this, to to make sure she is attractive, give her money towards makeup. <laughs> Dalai Lama sat there in his monk gear, in his temple, dishing out these these lyrics. To, to many members of the Western world <laughs> who want women back in the place, uh, it would have been music to the ears because it's like the Dalai Lama's on board. Yeah. Get him on the stag do to Prague. <laughs> the, this basically means the Dalai Lama's into hookers, strippers, <laughs> full it. So if the Dalai Lama can get in trouble, then... I mean, I was looking at his name as well, Dalai Lama, and I was looking what is an anagram of Dalai Lama, and I'm sure somewhere in there is I am a lad. <laughs> <laughs> The clues were there. He's yeah. been hiding in plain sight. The clues are all there. He's, he's, he's been the Dalai Lama since he was four. He's now 86, I think. Is he really? He's been Dalai Lama for 82 years. Yeah. And well, To be honest, though, he's getting to the stage of life where he doesn't give a fuck. He doesn't. Now, what I want to see, here's what I want to see. Podcast, mm. Dalai Lama, Prince Philip. We, we might as well just pack in. Yeah. If they, if they ever collaborate, yeah. we're done. Yeah. I want to see Prince Philip picking the Dalai Lama up. In his Volvo, <laughs> on the Tibetan hills, yeah, with his driving skills, see if he can do the bit down to the the, the sound studio at the bottom of the Tibetan hills, <laughs> and then once they're there, just let him go. Just give him a few topics to talk about: <laughs> foreigners and women. Yeah. So your your first episode, foreigners and women, they're off. Uh, yeah. So God bless him. The Dalai Lama is is even what, what was the name of that guy who used to got in trouble for doing the um on Big Brother. Nasty Nick. No, oh, Jim not, Davidson. Not Nasty Nick or Jim Davidson. I love that I love that the Dalai Lama is being thrown in with Nick Cotton. Not Nick Cotton! <laughs> Nasty Nick from Big Brother. No. Who's a di- but You live by the sword, you die by the sword. <laughs> Dalai Lama and Doc Cotton is what I want to see. Yeah. Well that could be episode two. I also had stuff to talk about about winking, but maybe we can do that next time. Oh yeah, you told and, me and, about and, winking. And, and Gaza, Gaza's had a fallout on Twitter with Snoop Dogg. Sentences you never <laughs> thought you'd say. Yeah, so turns out the Dalai Lama, the Dalai Lama, my 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 Dalai Lama, I am a lad. <laughs> Dalai Lama. So you know he took a vow of celibacy because he's the Dalai Lama. No shagging. Not Gaza. 
not Gaza. <laughs> Snoop Dogg definitely didn't take no, it by himself, he did he? No, but Snoop Dogg would be on bang on board with Dalai Lama. I think Dalai Lama and Prince Philip, their first guest on their podcast, should be Snoop Dogg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To discuss his approach to women, cannabis, and Gaza. Yeah, perfect. Do you remember very quickly about Gaza, the nation's tragic hero? Do you remember when he got involved with the Raoul Moat negotiations? Absolutely, mate. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Of all the things chipping up. Because he knew Raoul. Literally, with chips. Yeah, yeah. He turned up with uh, lager, chicken and chips and a fishing rod, wasn't it? That was it. On some cans, eight cans. How to deal with a serial killer. Yeah. And I I don't think... Or was he a serial killer? No, I don't think he was. I was happy to let you go with it. He killed a copper. Yeah, he killed a copper. Didn't he kill his missus as well? Or was it just a bloke? Let's say he did. I think he killed two. Yeah. Does it about that probably doesn't make you a serial? No, no. But um but Gaza thought he could sort it, didn't he? Yeah. And Gaza when he tells the story, so he rocks up. He doesn't really remember, by the way. He remembers having the idea oh, that he could go and sort really? it out. And then the next thing he remembers is waking up to his phone, yeah. two hundred and forty seven missed calls and text messages saying, Put Sky News on. You're on. Wow. And, 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 his, and his first thought is, ah, oh, fuck, what have I done? Because most times when we've been an idiot on a night out, it's Sky News don't cover it, do mm. they? Mm. But if you gather... They're there. They're there, They're mate. on you. But imagine, take the clock back to the 1990 World Cup semi-final Happily. against Germany. Yeah. Gaza's tears, Lineker giving it the mind to, Rob, to Bobby Robson that he needed to come off because yeah. his head wasn't right. I mean, maybe the signs were there. But you fast forward 25 years and he's now, Gaza, trying to tempt out a horrific killer with chips, chicken and a fishing rod. Imagine someone said that. I've been to the future. This is in 1990, just as he's come off. Been to the future. In 25 years, Gaza will be doing this. So probably a good time to pull him off now. He's not in the right mind to take a penalty. Yeah. And when you say him, pull him off, you don't mean... <laughs> I don't mean... Certainly not on the touchline. We had yeah. we had bigger wankers like Chris Waddle. Yeah. Proper wankers. Well, that, that's the end of another podcast, Tom. Um, Marvin, it's all we've got time for. It's regrettable, but... No, but we've got things to do. I've got to go to um, the children. I've got sports day, and you've got your I've own got, type of sports day. Yes, I've got to uh, have two doctor's fingers protruding my rectum. Yeah, and that's not um, a, just a, a joke. Or, well, it's not a joke, because um, Tom's got bum problems. It's not a joke. We've spoke about them a lot in the past, in the early episodes. Yeah. Um, don't, don't listen to them. Don't listen back to them, because cause this stuff's much better than we do now. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm going to go to sports day, and you're going to go to to um, to the doctors. Do you know what's pissing me off, Marv? What's, mate? What's How many pre-assessment? You, pre, the word pre-assessment, you'd assume, would be singular. Yeah. You only need one pre-assessment. Pre-singular. Yeah. Pre, and then make the fucking big show happen. Yeah, yeah. This is my third pre-assessment. And in a pre-assessment, things happen to me. Yeah, you, are you getting fingers in your anus each time at the pre-assessment? Things ha- yeah, things happen like that. I'm getting to the point now where I think they're enjoying it. Are you sure you're going to hospital? Well... <laughs> are you sure those guys are doctors? Well, yeah, it's not... And why do you pay them? <laughs> Hang on a minute, I've got to check the I've got to check this check admissions the, letter. Check the address. Yeah. And why do they keep emailing you? Yeah. Sorry, right, okay, so we're gonna sort this out yeah. at the end of the episode. Let's yeah. not do it now. Okay. 
But I don't think those are proper doctors looking at those photographs. Oh, hang on. He... <laughs> see you at 11.30 kiss. But um, anyway, th- thanks for listening. Yeah, see you in a bit. Bye. Bye. <laughs>